Welcome everyone to the podcast, Soccer is Life. My name is Karim. Axel speaking here. Welcome everybody. Let's start the show. All right, guys. So uh, the first game uh, for this episode, it's match day eight, right? Uh, yes. Up. Yeah, match day eight. The first game we're going to yeah. talk about is Tottenham. Only 30 games left, man. It's crazy. Yeah. 1-0 against uh, Cardiff City. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, Tottenham still struggling with a couple of injuries. Obviously, Dele Alli is still out. Yeah, actually, um, actually, a lot of injuries because Dele Alli, Eriksen, Vertonghen, Dembele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dele Alli Four out. players who usually It's start. insane. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like basically the backbone, uh, except for Kane, you know. Like, if Kane was out, then it was, it's just like, okay, this is like a mid-table team, you could say. Uh, well, maybe not mid-table, but, you know, top six, eight, seven. Um... Yoris uh, is back, but uh, his first game back against Barcelona was a shamble. I thought <laughs> he was ho- horrendous. I don't know why. I don't know how he conceded that first goal. Uh, but anyway, this is just to say that Tottenham right now they're just coasting. Um, they're barely getting through this. Um, they only scored one goal, which came in the eighth minute, I believe. Um, yeah, it was it, it was an easy game for them because Cardiff is was is horrible this year. They're at yeah. the bottom of the table. Yeah, they're at the bottom, and they had so, a red card. They and they had, had a red, red card, card yes. as well. Yes. So I mean, I I think it's you know Tottenham was at home. You know, Cardiff City had a red card. The first goal came in like the eighth minute. I think that with Tottenham's quality, they should you know they should pound Cardiff City a little more. Um, and I think this result just shows how. Tottenham right now are just coping, uh, you know, with the schedule, uh, the Champions League in the middle of the week, um, then two games, you know, one game before the Champions League, one game after, and close um, uh, succession like this, uh, with the thin squad that they have, with all the injuries to the main, to the main players. So I think this is just showing uh, for Tottenham right now. So uh, international break right now. Obviously, a lot of them are internationals, uh, but hopefully this will give. Um, some of their internationals who are injured, it's time to recover yeah. uh, and get back because pretty much as soon as the international break is done, um, the Champions League starts again. And yeah. I believe they have to play Barcelona at the at the Camp Nou now. You know. Okay. Um, okay. So I mean, that's another <laughs> that's another big ass challenge. Um, I think I thought I thought Lamela should have started this game. Sissoko started uh, instead of you know. Um, in the, in the midfield, he had uh, Wings and, and uh, Dyer, and then Sissoko started. Lamela scored in the last three games. Yeah. And, uh, he, for me, he should have started this game. Is it because uh, his legs are not fresh, maybe? I don't see any other reason than that. He, he just wanted to play Sissoko. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, and then again, like, Lamela is yeah. not... Like, he's and, an Argentina international, but he doesn't... And Lamela, every time he comes in, he scored, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, another thing for me is that I think Pochettino should... Uh, play the same role that Zidane was playing with Cristiano Ronaldo because Lorente is available and but Harry Kane is still playing lots of lots of minutes mm-hmm. and I think this is where he should really uh, talk with him and perhaps convince him that yes you want to score as much as much goals as you want yes you want to be the top scorer uh, of Europe the top scorer in the Premier League mm-hmm. but perhaps you should you know not always be on the field He's tired the, as well. The, he played. The, he was there the until minutes, the last so, uh, weekend of the World Cup. Yeah, so I think I think he should play the same role to convince him to take some rest, uh, make sure that you know rest him and and so he can like be have very fresh legs in important games, uh, and you know just convince him that 
the, the more rest you're getting, uh, the more productive you're gonna be. Is is it's not about being there, you know, for 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. If you're there for 60 minutes and you play way way much better, you're way much cooler. I think that makes more sense. So I I want to see Pochettino play this role with Harry Kane. But you know that's yeah, that's, that's all I have, man. You, for you, Tottenham, you, you gotta see what's going on with Jurgen as well because I mean he I think he's played once this season. Uh, he's available, like physically, he's, he's fine, available, right? yeah. But then again, like he wanted to leave during the summer. I don't know what happened. Maybe he didn't find a club. Um, his agent, I don't know. Uh, but maybe there are some, some you know, some weird feelings between the two. Um, because I don't understand why he wouldn't play. He wouldn't even have like a bit part player, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, so that that part I don't understand. Um, even if uh, Kane doesn't have to go out uh, for them. Um, for for uh, for him to to play Llorente. Uh Kane is a striker, but you know many times he drops deep. Yeah, drops, he he, drops he always drops very deep, even as a striker. Exactly. Uh, a lot of times he's deep. He's actually uh, playing the role of playmaker yeah. a lot of times. They could so. try new things around. You know, they could they could put Llorente as a focal point in in maybe like the last twenty minutes if they're look, looking for a goal chasing something. Um, and you know, if you have two, if you have a big player like a Llorente in the in the box, who's like I think six four, six five, yeah. big, big, big physical player, uh, who's gonna take out uh, at least two defenders. So that gives the chance to um, um, those attacking uh, wingers and midfielders to come in. You know the Sons, the the um, uh, Lamela, the um, and Lucas, Lucas Mora as well. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Pochettino, I think. Could, could use you know a bunch of like fresh new ideas yeah uh, because right now we, they're predictable and um, they're lacking creativity you know Ericsson is not there true. yeah 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 that's true man all right man let's uh, let's move on to the second game Manchester United three two against Newcastle what what went through your <laughs> mind when it was two zero like what went through your mind because I I mean, coming into this game, I would have never imagined that Manchester yeah. United will have a comeback like that, especially mm -hmm. after the 2-0. Mm -hmm. For me, I, for me, you know, once it was 2-0, I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah, all, that's it. All, yeah. all, all the rumors are yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, Mourinho lost his, his his players, you know, they don't want to play for him. It could have been 4-0. Uh, it's, it's like a sabotage, you know, they're, yeah. they're doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Yo, surprises, I, man. So, it's actually interesting because I, I couldn't watch this game live. Um, I couldn't watch it live, so I was tuning in on my phone, obviously checking the score. And, uh, you know, I checked the lineup and blah, blah, blah. Obviously disappointed with the lineup because I don't know why Young still plays for this team. Uh, and I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, if, if you saw the two goals, man, he got easily dribbled. He... He, that he, that, you know, they passed by Ashley Young very easily. I don't know why. It's, it's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can tell he's, a, he's a winger. <laughs> you know. I don't know why Young, even a winger, he's not. Um, I don't know why he's starting. Uh, starting. Uh, no, he was. I, I was. Oh, I thought, what I was saying is he was defending as a winger. Yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that he should play on the wing. Yeah. Because I mean, he's not. Both of them, he's not anymore. <laughs> anyway, and Scott McTominay, I don't know why he's starting as well. Uh, Scott McTominay has been like the the little. What's the what's the word? Uh, like a puppet for Mourinho recently, uh, and I think he's he's not benefiting from that because he's suffering. Um, he's been playing um, in weird positions that he's not he's not used to. First of all, he's a youngster and he's a midfielder. Don't play him as a back three or uh, as part of a back two. Like just don't because you're doing a huge disservice to him. Uh, it's clearly showing that he is like not 
playing well at all. And he's Maybe not, Mourinho is trying to prove that he can. Uh, he's you not know, confident on top of that. Yeah, but like he I, can bring young talents. Uh, yeah, young but, talents I, but I think it's uh, I think it's whack when you. Because he has been killing lots of other players. <laughs> I think it's whack when you do it to the detriment of the actual young player. You know, it's not like he's yeah. benefiting from from that. So. Uh, I think that's a bit poor. Um, but anyway, so I checked the first time that I checked the score actually was the tenth minute, and I was like, "Well, I refreshed my 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 uh, feet because like, okay, is this a mistake? The fuck? <laughs> Yo, refresh that shit two yeah. zero. I'm like, what the fuck? So like now I'm like wherever I was, I like disengaged completely, and now I'm like all over my phone, like yeah. trying to read like what's happening, you know, yeah, on Twitter, yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously defensive organization. Shambles. Um, that's that's been our. We haven't scored much this season, uh, but in my opinion, the, the the defensive organization or lack thereof is uh, our downfall this season um, because the organization has been completely disastrous. Um, turnover has been a lot as well. A few partnerships we've had, um, but I think this is just Mourinho's point in trying to prove uh, to the board. Uh, that he doesn't have the defenders that he wants and you know we all know that he wanted to get some defenders during the summer um, and so I think this is just him trying to drive uh, yeah. his narrative and what, what do you think about the performance man how who, well, who were like the best players for you what, what made it that Manchester United came back to the game okay so um, before I touch on that first half was I mean first half and second half were, were completely different obviously uh, first half we still have huge defensive problems in that there's a big gap between the defense and the midfielder. The defense is not protected at all. Uh, they're getting turnover very, very easily. So it's either that, the big, big, big gap between the defense and the midfield, or the defense and the midfield are one line when we're being attacked, and then nobody in front of the box. So midfielders can run easily, and that's how goals are scored. Um, so I don't know what's going on in there. But the second half... Uh, huge turnaround I've, I'm sure you've heard about this as well uh, and it was a bit surprising to me that Mourinho asked Pogba I don't know if this is just like sensational rumors um, you know what should happen in the second half okay. um, in order to like uh, retake this game and apparently Pogba if this is true of course okay. suggested that he goes with Matic as a back three with Smalling as part of a back three okay Scott McTominay should come off and Fellini should come on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so this happened. Pogba and Matic were playing center backs for yeah. Manchester United. Yeah. So that was a pretty shocking sight to see. Uh, but I thought Pogba from there was very influential. Um, he was basically the quarterback, you could say. Um, starting the attack, driving forward. Uh, so it was a back three, but then when United were attacking... Uh, it was transformed into a back two with Smalling and Matic. Uh, obviously, uh, Bailly uh, got replaced by Mata very early on in the 20th minute. Um, and Mata was very, very instrumental as well. Uh, and was linking up perfectly with uh, Pogba. In my opinion, they're the ones who made the difference. I mean, before Mata came on, we had zero, zero shots on target, zero big chances created. And once he came on, 18 shots, uh, 10 on target, and five big chances. Um, before him, what we were liking was the the. So at, at, in the second half, we had I think five players in the box because we were we just want, wanted to go all out, but that meant that there was nobody in the midfield 
um, to, to uh, create those passes, you know, in a very dynamic way. And we had spaces in the midfield, but nobody was there to exploit them. So Mata, that's when he came on. Uh, and Alexis Sanchez also came on at the 70th minute. And him and those two are the ones who really created link-ups. Uh, link-up plays that allowed for the Newcastle defenders to actually step out of the box. Because before that, you know, five players for United in the box, they were just defending on crosses. Yeah. Very simple for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no threats from the midfield because everybody's in the box. Um, so when Mata and Alexis Sanchez were both um, playing, then then it allowed us it, it allowed us to exploit the the defense a little more. Uh, but yeah, for me, Pogba, uh, Mata, I'll say Sanchez and Martial uh, were the standout performers. Uh, obviously, De Gea saved us in the first half because it could have been 4-0 first half. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just another yeah, it's a, it's a also day. Marcel and Sanchez. <laughs> it's it's really good that they scored. Uh, yeah, good they, for their confidence. Good for you know, good for their confidence exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they have been really struggling this season, so I, I you know I'm, I'm I'm happy for them and it's it's a good sign. Yeah, I'm happy for them. Marcel has been playing uh, really well recently. Amazing goal, man! Amazing goal. Yeah. So for me, I have a suggestion. If Mourinho truly doesn't like slash trust his center backs, um, for me it's very sad about Bay because I think he is the best. So I don't really know what's going on right there. Obviously, he has a. Um, confidence deficit as well right now because you know he's been subbed he's not been playing you know getting subbed at the 20th minute that's that that's gonna send your confidence like in the basement if it's not already down there uh but anyway if he uh wants to truly have this side that builds from the back uh and he wants center backs that are very comfortable on the ball uh obviously smalling we understand that now he is like the number one defender uh, but I think he should play Smalling, Matic um, on the side, obviously Luke Shaw on the on the other side. Uh, I want I don't want to see Ashley Young. I don't want to see. Or Valencia. Valencia. You want to see Dalo? I want to see Dalo. Okay. Uh, I don't understand why he's not even on the bench. Like understand that he has to like be integrated slowly. But come on, the guy's young. Uh, yes, some defensive concerns, but I think he should be played. Or at least should be on the bench uh, and be an option for us. Yeah. Um, ahead of those uh, four, I would have Pogba, Fred, because once again, I don't know why Fred is not coming into the games. Um, I think that the first three games, I mean, I know that the, the two, two of those were defeats, but I think he is the one who... He's the, he can be the difference in the midfield because he actually drives forward. He's not. He's very quick as well on the ball because yeah. Matic is very slow, takes a lot of time. Um, and Pogba um, can take a lot of time as well and like hold the ball very, very, very long time. Um, so I think that Fred can be very influential uh, and play with the likes of Martial or uh, Alexis. Uh, so yeah, Pogba, Fred, and then Mata in that number 10. Okay. Um, no, not, not a number 10, actually. Um, Alexis in the number 10. Mata on the right. Uh, or 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 the Matan sure. Marcel, yeah, 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 and Marcel okay. on the other side, and then Lukaku. Okay. Lukaku, yeah, yeah. So right now, the ideal formation for you, huh? Or well, for, like you know, the, given the circumstances, given, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Because right now we're gonna, you know, it's an international break, but then we come back to play Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Um, oh yeah, that's Hard that's game. gonna be yeah, yeah. I can't a huge wait. negative. Yeah, <laughs> huge negative. Because right now Chelsea is, you know, they're flying, they're flying right yeah. now. Azar is flying. Yeah. Um. So let's see. 
All right, man. Uh, let's move on to Arsenal. What a fantastic day, huh? Five-one. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brace from Lacazette and Aubameyang. Yeah, Lacazette two bench. goals. Aubameyang two goals. Uh, who do you think will be the top scorer for the team at the end of the year, Lacazette or Aubameyang? Lacazette. You think so? Yeah. Why? Um, because of his position or because of his finishing and how he's been performing? Because, you know, Aubameyang well, has the disadvantage of a lot of times he's playing on the wing. Yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, Aubameyang can play on the wing. So if that's what benefits the team, then I guess it is what it is. Uh, remember that at the beginning of the season, like I said, was not starting games. Um, and, you know, it's been, I think he started the last five Premier League games. And in those five Premier League games, he scored five goals. Yeah. So right now, he's just on form. And, you know, obviously, players have uh, patches of form. They could be bad. They could be good. But, you know, as long as they're good, you got to squeeze everything out of it, yeah. uh, out of them. Um, I don't know if he's been called up for France. Like is it? Yeah. Probably. Sure. I mean, if he, if, he scored the, the, if he scored five goals in the last five games... Perhaps, man. I don't maybe, know. I maybe, think, uh, maybe he's back. Who has team. been called? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, you know how Deschamps feels about Gio. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I think like that is tremendous right now. Uh, his finishing is very cold. Ah, he's fucking cold, man. Um, but, 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 but what else? What so, else? So yeah, I mean, Leno, for me, Leno, for me Le- I can, I can, I can go. I will go with the Bami Young. Yeah, just Why? because of the consistency of goals he, that he has scored uh, throughout the last couple of years, mm-hmm. um, I think that even though, like I said, his finishing is on you know incredible, his performance is incredible. I uh, I believe that Aubameyang will, will overtake and and will finish as the top scorer of the team. Of if, the if, team? If, if, if I had to pick, yeah, if I had to pick. So. so you're talking about all competitions, not just the Premier League. Yeah, 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 yeah. For both players, okay. But I mean, I mean, we can, we can, yeah, we can actually just have it for the Premier League. Let's let's have the bet on just the Premier League, because you know, yeah, the Europa League they always play with their B teams. So yeah. Sometimes they're resting one player or the other. So let's let's have the bet. Yeah. On I mean, the also League, it's usually man. you know usually like if you're the top Premier League score, then you're probably gonna be like the top. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but overall. you know sometimes if you if you're a top scorer in Premier League, but he United doesn't play on the Europa League at all because he wants to rest you, then yeah. You know, yeah, especially when you go to freaking Uzbekistan or Azerbaijan, and you know <laughs> yeah. players like Mkhitaryan. I think, man, for me, like that. this game showed that Arsenal—they have the players and the squad. Mm-hmm. You know, they have amazing. You know, amazing. Uh, their starting eleven is amazing, and they have a, a, a lot of good players on the bench. Mm-hmm. They just needed a manager who uh, who was serious about winning, and that was it. Yeah, it's the mentality. Yeah, and and to be fair to them, I mean, the the squad was even different this weekend. Uh, Welb started at the game. Ezil we was injured. Yeah, we had. A, you know, we know that Welbeck had a uh, good Premier League game as well um, during the week, uh, and he was playing as captain, so that, that was pretty special for him, I can imagine. Uh, but Aobi was in the team as well. Mkhitaryan. Uh, was back in the team. Yeah. Uh, Holding Mustafi has have been playing in the back. Yeah, so Khatiz was on the bench, so on Holding the bench, is yeah. getting so, yeah, more minutes. Coming back, coming back. Yeah. Uh, Bellerin had a fantastic game again. Finally, his back. Um, and uh, the goalkeeper Bernleno had a great game as well. Um, and I think you see the difference there that you know this guy can play from the back and he's more comfortable on the ball. The defenders, when they pass him back the ball, they they are confident. There's no panic, yeah. yeah, they're not panicking. They're not like, oh fuck, what's gonna happen if I pass yeah. him the ball? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know when uh, Sech is gonna come back, but if uh, Leno has three. Four games like this, I think it's going to be yeah, hard for Sex to come back in the yeah, team. That's true. Um, and 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 I, I, to me, that's always what was going to happen. You know, whenever Sech was going to have 
um, either a injury or a horrible game. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. once Leno comes back, comes in the team, then it, you know, as, as long as he's consistent, yeah, um, and shows why they they uh, went for him. Uh, for me, it's going to be hard for Serge to um, come back in the team. Um, but yes, Shaka Torreira in the midfield again. Uh, Torreira, I mean, he's been described as the white Kante, I guess. Um, and uh, Shaka still in the team, so I guess he has the, his manager's confidence and backing. He is, man. But nine win, nine. He has wins. my backing as well. Oh on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to touch on that. Um, <laughs> nine wins in a row. For them right now, all competitions. Yeah, um, I believe five or six in a row in the Premier League as well. Yeah. So right now they're they're flying as well. They're having a really really good. Um, we know that last week's um, the last the last few um, wins in the Premier League were not totally convincing. There was one against Everton. There was another one against uh, I don't know if it was Watford. I can't really remember. Uh, but right now they're winning, and um, they I, I would say like since the beginning of the season. It's just those two first games, you know, that, that are obviously... Tough. The hard games, man. Man yeah, City, Chelsea, Chelsea. Man City. what can you do, you know? So, yeah, I think right now they're... Playing with a 19-year-old in the midfield against mm-hmm. Uzi, what can you do with that? Right now, I mean, for, what's for sure is that the fans are raving right now, Arsenal. Yeah. Um, they're happy about their team. They're very confident, ecstatic. Uh, you know, Arsenal are back. That's That's been the message. Yeah, we can't, we can't watch Arsenal fan TV. It's not fun anymore. It's not man. fun anymore, exactly. <laughs> so now, now now that's going to be a tough choice for... A tough place to be in for uh, Robbie, the, 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 the main guy. Because, you know... Yeah, his, he, his views he, are gonna drop. His man. views are 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 are, uh, are soaring, you know, through the roof when uh, <laughs> Arsenal are, are playing shocking. Uh, but now that they're playing well and yeah. winning things, yeah. uh, nobody's gonna tune into that channel, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, shouts to them, and um, let's see. Um, All right, let's uh, let's keep this going. Let's move to another London team, uh, Chelsea. Um, you know what a what a form Azav uh, has been on, man. Um, He's, he has been really convincing, and I think it's not only because he's scoring a lot of goals, mm-hmm. uh, but his performance all, all around is this is the Azal that we saw in the, in the, in the World Cup. Uh, yeah, he, he has. He's, he's, continue, he's continued to play on the same level, mm-hmm. uh, you know, same energy, same intensity, same sharpness. Yeah. Um, for me, he's for now, we can like start the debate will he win the best player in the Premier League? But yeah. I mean, so far, I think it's easy to say that he's the best. Uh, he's been the best Premier League player um, in the first eight games. Yeah. Um, he has. Uh, but it's only the first eight games. Yeah, it's, it's only the first point. eight games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we know, you know, how things tend to be at Chelsea. Uh, right now, they're flying. You know, this season they're first. Last next season they're fifteenth. Yeah. Uh, Premier League. Playing the Europa League, so. to stay in the Premier League. Yeah. For me, uh, the main thing about Azar this season has been the fact that he's. He's uh, he has the messy role. He has totally he has total freedom. He can drop if he wants to. He can stay up if he wants to. Uh, he can be on the wing. He can you know drift in it and be a little more central. He has been given total freedom, and I, I actually think that's one of the main reasons. That's probably the main reason why he stayed at, at Chelsea. You know he's been flirting with Madrid. Even after that win, he flirted again. Again, yo, he flirted. You like today? I think or yesterday. Yeah, Madrid again. Which is pretty weird. It's so crazy. It's so weird, man. Because like, you know he's that? saying that he hasn't been. Um, Chelsea has not formally offered him a new contract yet. Uh, so that's what's going on. You know he speaks with the owners and the managers. He said, but he doesn't have a offer yet. But he said that you know he ultimately wants to play 
in Madrid, whether it's now or next year or in yeah, two he years. said it, it, it was it was my dream as a kid, but yeah, you know, I don't know whether it's now happen. or next year. That's the question, but what's for sure is that he wants it to happen, um, and you know he's like openly talking about this, which is a little weird, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to see how long he can be. Um, yeah, because what if Madrid doesn't, you know, doesn't give him an offer ever, man? I don't know. You never know, man. Yeah, you know, well, there's that as well. But, yeah. you know, I think he he generally wants to aim for more. He Maybe he thinks that he's given his all to Chelsea and he can, like, you know, discover a new league, a new country, whatever, all of that. Uh, but for me, I mean, Sadi is a guy who's very organized, obviously. And um, I think that that was like a concession uh, from his part. Uh, in order to convince Eden Hazard that he should stay with uh, with Chelsea, yeah. But you know, in the middle of the season, when things get uh, tougher, I, I don't know if he's gonna keep uh, giving Hazard that free roll like that. Because right now they're flying, so it's good for them. Um, but you know, when things get shaky a little bit, and he he restrains Hazard a little more and gives him you know more disciplined um, tactics, yeah. Then we shall see what happens there. But for now, they're flying. Uh, it's it's one, not a it's well, uh, one interesting for me, man. In regarding to Sarri and, and Chelsea, mm. um, I think that defensively they are weak, but it happens like once you crack their midfield. So yeah. from the midfield, you know, uh, in in their like final in in your final third and 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 in and in the final and in the first third of Chelsea's defensive mm-hmm. the defense. I think they're very shaky, and a lot of every like it's true that this game ended three zero. But Southampton, they wasted easy chances in front of the goal. Mm-hmm. And I, every match I have been watching for Chelsea, a lot of teams have been having easy chances in front of the goal. Yeah. So I think that's that's something to look out for, and something that we can discuss in uh, in further games. But I think that that was something that you really a lot of teams can really exp- uh, exploit mm-hmm. in Chelsea. That once you pass their midfield, their defense is, is really weak, man. And, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, that was you know my, my remark from from the game. Like Southampton could have came back to the game a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, but you know they're the, they're, the they're finishing not, well, the yeah. finishing was not on top. The Mark Hughes, Mark Hughes, I think he's gonna be sacked soon yeah. because it's because the Southampton they're they're struggling as well. Mm-hmm. They they have a lot of. You know, players on good players on paper, but their performance is, is not a, that good. Danny Ings has been playing somehow good the first couple games this year. Missed one but he, big he, occasion he, as well. Yeah, the occasion that he missed, man, they could have came back to the game, but you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, Southampton, are, are, they're not the Southampton we knew two years ago, three years ago when uh, Ronald Koeman was still there. Um, or even Club, wait, Club Pelly was there as well before going to Leicester, I believe. Um, but yeah, uh, Chelsea are. You know, they're having these chances that that can go against them, like you said. Um, but yes, Ross Barkley first goal for uh, for the club as well. Yeah, amazing assist by Joel. Yeah, and uh, Alvaro Morata two two goals in a row, two games, two goals. Good for yeah. him. He he lo- he could have gone, he could have had also yeah, two, uh, yeah. another another goal or so. But yeah, know. it's been tough for him, man. I think Very he, tough. when he when he scored in the Europa League, I think he broke down. He cried on on uh, oh, Willian's okay. shoulders because really? it's, it's been right. incredible for him. Right. Even Sadi said that hey, if. Uh, uh, if uh, he's gonna cry after scoring, then I, yeah. I hope he cries many times this year because I want him to get back to. Because uh, you know, for him, it's all about confidence. Yeah. Ever since last season, I mean, his confidence has been like six six feet under, yeah. and you know, for him, it's been a really really hard time. You can yeah, just yeah. you can just tell. 
Yeah, man. Um, so but yeah, yeah let's let's hope, let's hope he comes back and and you know have more uh, more prominent strikers, man, and more people <laughs> uh, scoring goals in the Premier League and uh, and giving a tough time to you know the Aguero, the Kane, and Salah. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Let's move on. Then talking about Salah, let's move to uh, Liverpool versus Man City. City. Uh, what a for me it was just this is supposed to be the best league the best game so far in the other season well the best two teams Please. quote unquote of the league this year or whatever so far whatever you want to say but um, mm. I think like bo- for me both managers are making like small mistakes throughout the beginning of the season you, like like Klopp like for me Klopp like taking out Salah uh, in the Chelsea game in the second Chelsea game, I think was was a mistake that really messed up a little bit with with, with Salah's confidence. I think during this game he wasn't that bad, and 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 Jurgen Klopp went out and say, oh, it wasn't his best game for Salah. He was he, he was bad. I don't think he was bad that game, to be honest with you. And ever since he played against Napoli, he wasn't that good. And this game, same thing as well. Actually, like the the the, the front three have been struggling, but I think I think it's just, it's. it's Perhaps if Salah comes back to form, uh, Firmino and and Firmino and, and Mane, they're gonna look better. Um, another mistake is uh, bringing on Keita um, and when Milner got injured. I think Fabinho Keita just got injured against Napoli. Yeah. So he's coming back from an injury. Maybe it wasn't a serious injury, but he's coming back from injury. Fabinho played Fresh. instead of instead of Keita. Uh, against Napoli, he played he played well. So I think that was the game that Fabinho should have came in, came in instead of uh, instead of Keita. And then Keita, we we didn't see him we didn't see him throughout the game. Mm. Uh, on the, on on Manchester City side, I think Pep Guardiola should have started with Sane and not Mahrez mm-hmm. because Sane has been the best player the last couple of games. Um, and then on top of that, you chose Mahrez to. Uh, take the penalty kick. The he, he 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 didn't have an amazing game as as, as 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 I remember, right? So I don't know why would you have him. Maybe you want to build his confidence, but uh, if, you know he hasn't been scoring his last penalty kicks. Guardiola said that he didn't know, but yeah, I mean I, I think I think Jesus was was also struggling with confidence. So maybe if Jesus yeah. could have taken it and scored, it would he have won, been better won, for, yeah, for, for, for Jesus. So uh, so yeah, man. I mean those two couple little mistakes. I see those. Both managers doing so in the beginning of the year, and that's 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 what made this game end up in a zero-zero, man. Yeah, um, for me, I noticed two differences as well uh, from both sides. Uh, number one, I think that Pep was actually pragmatic this game. Uh, I'm not gonna go as far as saying that he parked the bus, but I yeah. will just you yeah. know just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's the. De- I, I think he gave. Different tactical uh, um, tactical uh, directions was defense this time around. Yeah, because they didn't. To the whole squad actually. Yeah, like, yeah. Nah, they nah, didn't. Nah. They didn't step out too they didn't much. They step out a lot. Yeah. They stayed uh, way, way, way back. David Silva was marking Henderson, uh, which is an interesting duel. Uh, and for Liverpool, I think that they were not really pressing as they usually do. Uh, I think that from their perspective, they were just um, just blocking the passing lanes. Uh, prohibiting City from creating really uh, and then they were pressing only when it was necessary and when it was actually obvious that you should press you know whether somebody was receiving the, the ball uh, with the back to goal or uh, maybe it's a tight situation they don't have they don't have time to receive the ball properly then that's when they will basically you know trigger the press and start pressing but apart from that I think they were just 
blocking the passing lanes. So I, I guess both sides like neutralize each other. Um, yeah, it was a very tactic game. Yeah, yeah both teams tactical. trying to neutralize yeah. a, a lot of their offense. Uh, you know, a lot of both like offensive players. So um, yeah, so it ended up being a zero-zero game, man. Yeah, I mean, like you said, um, yeah, Fabinho could have come on for um, uh, for me. Milner's injury is what changed the. Um, the game, the momentum, yeah, yeah, because okay, because yeah, side. the momentum of the Liverpool, they were very intensive at the yeah. beginning of the game, man, and and this is how they started against Tottenham, and this is actually how they start a lot of their games with very high intensity, and then it slowed down mm. with you know, yeah, when they're coming out, and, but uh, but but Pep was scared, Pep was scared. I think that um, since what happened last year in the Champions League, the back-to-back defeats yeah, at home and away, yeah, big slap like that. Oh my God, I think Pep is. Uh, Club, but but club. he was successful because the front three of Liverpool looked horrible. Yeah. So perhaps you know. Uh, no. But is that is that is that is that the cause or is just that is that something that's going on regardless of what City did? You know. It's an interesting question, and uh, I would say, I don't know. Perhaps because you know this is a big game, and those those are the games where players. You know, big players uh, should perform at their best, or should maybe come out even if they're even if they struggle throughout this in in a in you know in other couple game in like regular games. Mm. Those are the games where you have to really show up. Yeah. So it's an interesting question to whether they looked horrible because they were horrible for the last couple games, or because Pep had really uh, put the right tactics, uh, you know, for this game. Yeah, I mean, shocking penalty from Mares. I think he's missed the last five. Yeah. Uh, of his of eight, eight, eight yeah. uh, attempts, which is insane. Uh, obviously, Aguero was off the pitch already, but you know, you know, if he if he was, and no, it's a it's um, a mistake by Pep. Man, takes the PK. Uh, Jesus takes the PKs as well uh, in Aguero's absence. Um, and was, I don't know if David Silva was still on the pitch. I mean, he could have taken it as yeah, well. Yeah, he was. He was. He he couldn't take him out because you know uh, Gondogan wasn't here. Dolph yeah. wasn't. For here. me, it's interesting that Mares so, took the penalty. Yeah. I, I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, that was an interesting one. Was it PK for you? Yeah, it was a PK for me. Yeah. For me, it wasn't PK. Really? Yeah. It was a PK, man. I don't. Because he... I think that he tackled his legs. And... The, the 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 angle was a bit misleading, but if it, like I saw it in slow mo again. Yeah. And there's a big difference when you watch it from the the the, the throw in side. Yeah. Or the goalkeeper the side. Goal, yeah, yeah. If I you see. watch it from the throw in side, you see that the the. You think, in my opinion, that the, he made contact with him. Yeah. But I think that the contact happened when he was already on the floor and had already um, made contact with the ball. Yeah, yeah. Not, you know. So yeah, like, perhaps the timing. If you like, yeah. yeah if so you, I can just like, continue. Look at it really slowing down. Yeah. But he just went into him. He didn't touch the ball at all. Yeah. That's also a, a you it's know. A tough call. He didn't, tough he, he didn't touch the ball at all. Also, so. Uh, yeah. I guess it was. Yeah, but. Uh, you know, that's a wrap, guys, for this episode. Um, don't forget to uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Soccer is Life Pod. Uh, on Facebook, uh, our page, Soccer is Life Podcast. Leave us the comments, tweet us, you know, let us know what you guys want to hear from us, and we're going to answer your calls. Yeah, um, so international break right now, so we're going to have a little a little time. Yeah. Um, Next weekend, no games, obviously. No games, but the weekend after, you know, back to, yeah. Oh, my God. It comes back again, man. So, it's a, just one week of, uh, you know, little, yeah, a little podcast weekend. vacation. Exactly. <laughs> Podcation. Podcation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. Yeah. Peace. Peace out.